This is the Great Hip Hop Debates presented by Double XL. Hosted by yours truly, Torrey, and my girl, the editor-in-chief of Double XL magazine, Vanessa Satin. Each week, we'll be bringing you some amazing guests to chop it up and give us their opinions on hip hop's most pressing topics. It's always no hose barred, all the way real, and very entertaining. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and catch us weekly at XXLMag.com. And here we are back once again for another edition of the Great Hip Hop Debates. I am your man, Torrey. Running the show with me is my girl, EIC of XXL Magazine, Vanessa Satin. What up, V? What's up? <laughs> In addition to Vanessa, man, we got another panel of some great guests. So I'm going to bring them down from my right to the left. Uh, let's start over here at Atlantic Records, marketing guru. Is that proper? Can I say that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no that's doubt, right. man. She's Ma- on the business card. Is, is it? <laughs> yeah, marketing guru. That's me. Marsha is here. What up, Marsha? Hi, guys. Good to see you. Good hey, to hey. see you. To her right, we have um, journalist, author, former TV star, and somebody whose work I've read a lot of in my life, Kim Osario. What's going on, Kim? What's going on? Good to see you. Nice, Good to see nice you. hat. Good to be here. <laughs> no doubt. Thank you for being here. We got my guy. He's managing one of the hottest rappers out right now, man. You know anything about Dave East? You heard his music. You love him. It's because of this man, partially. My man, Wayno. What up, Wayno? What's going on, Torrey? Chilling, my G. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. No doubt. And rounding out the cypher, um, last but definitely not least, RCA's own Jay Graham. What up? Greetings. How you doing, man? Fantastic. Don't be giving us them (laughs) SAT. You know what I mean? (laughs) Giving us that corporate American lingo. (laughs) (laughs) Word up. So the topic today, um, and I feel like we have a great, great panel for it. The topic today is ghostwriting. So we're going to get into a bunch of ghostwriting talk, and and we're going to talk about if it's taboo or not. We're going to talk about when it's acceptable, when it isn't acceptable. Um, And and we're going to break, we're probably going to expose some of your favorite artists that you may or may not know have had some work done. So um, let's just set it off right here. Marsha, Mm -hmm. how you feel about ghostwriting in in, in hip-hop, I want to say, in hip-hop? I mean, listen, not everyone was born with the innate talent to write everything on their own 100%. But, you know, some of the greats probably didn't need the help, and some people do. And I'm going to leave it there. Then she's done. She's out. I'm I'm going to leave it it there. I'm going to leave it there. We're going to pick it up. We're going to pick it up. What about you, Kim? What do you think? Um, I'm going to first say that I was pleasantly surprised at. that you I saying was ghostwriting? Oh. that the topic was ghostwriting? Really? Oh, I love this topic. Oh, awesome! See, initially I thought it was going to be female rappers, and we my first a few different right. and my and yeah, you sure did. Let us down today with their oh. music, so we decided to go with ghostwriting. All yeah. good because my they first kind of go one, you know. Yeah, because I don't just like to hand. talk about female rappers. Ooh. I feel like a lot of times I get that call, like, and I was like, "Why female rappers?" We always, but I love female rappers. Anyway, Did everyone catch that shot by Torino? Um, no? It wasn't like, a what? shot. I feel like well, it, we'll, we'll talk about it. I, I, I know that was a shot. We'll, we'll get into it. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, so so ghostwriting. Not to go off topic, my bad. But um, I personally feel very strongly about this topic. I've debated a lot of people about this topic because ghostwriting has been around in hip hop for a very long time, and I think a lot of people get accused of having ghostwriters. Um, and let me just first say that yes, being an MC. You can't have ghostwriters, right? But everybody has help writing songs. And I don't know if there's one MC that will get up here and say that they have never had help writing a song. So it's a little bit of a like interesting debate sometimes because 
you never really know what you mean when you say ghostwriting. Do you mean someone that doesn't own it at all? So let's break it down. Let's break it down. I want to get you guys' opinion on it, but let's break it down. You know, there's the collaboration portion. Mm-hmm. There's somebody who comes in and writes a hook. And then there's mm-hmm. somebody who delivers you a full written song, and you just mm-hmm. go in there and karaoke your way to a hit record. Right. Wait, like no, Millie I, Vanilli style, uh, right, right, right? Like right. Millie Vanilli style. Shout so, out to, to Kevin Lyles. Millie Vanilli was worse, just to be clear. Like, they didn't even record yeah, that was lip syncing. That was, somebody else's yeah, that was voice. all the way, all the way bad. <laughs> right. What you feel about it, Wayno? Um... Honestly, with ghostwriting, I think, like, all right, I take it back to just knowing rap from just being a kid. Like, if you didn't write your own rhymes when we was in the lunchroom, they was like, oh, that's your, your brother made that. I was there when he, you know what I mean? You got joked on for right. that. Um, I think it's a big confusion when it comes to ghostwriting because if somebody helps you with a hook or if somebody wrote a hook and they actually sung the hook, then they didn't write right. everything, but they'll take credit. And I think, like, um, like, 50, he started that with Game. Remember, it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I wrote his songs, but we was like, did he write games bars? And he was like, nah, I wrote the hook. So people took that as that means you're writing the whole entire right. record. And I think it's a it's a big confusion. But honestly, when it comes to a person, if you want to be the best, I don't think you can have somebody writing your bars. You know what I mean? But if you're a, a singer, singers is acceptable. It's always been acceptable for singers, mm-hmm. but rappers, not so much. Because rappers, is, you know, it's a real masculine sport of I did this, I did that. So if you got people helping you with those key lines, people, they don't respect you for it. Right, mm-hmm. right, I feel you. Jay Grant, you coming from the corporate side of things. Talk to me, how you feel about it? I don't, I don't have to be corporate. I mean, <laughs> I, I can come from the studio side. But, um, yeah, no, it's totally cool. I think that's, it's really just about having that that definition and that line of what, you know, is song making and what is cool and what all of a sudden becomes suspect when you've got people that are really, I don't think any real rapper out there is being hand-delivered records or i've never seen it in 20 years of just straight bars and you just went out and hijacked it and just took the whole song i can't think of anything personally um but i also think it's cool even for you know some more accomplished rappers you know most people when they record there are a bunch of people there like there's there's a very small group to me of people Mm -hmm. that record on their own um and don't have a few of the homies around or whoever it is and are throwing a few bars in or whatever it is and collaborating. like, And I think so, I think more so now even probably than in the past in my experience that that's become a cool thing and meaning cool in the sense that it's okay. Now, if you're someone that's a real linguist and, you know, some ASAP rock, ASAP rock, dude. Not ASAP Rocky, kids. Bingo, ASAP rock. Different person. Like somebody that's just like the dictionary on steroids if if somebody's throwing him bars and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't know, like I'm sure his fans would be very mad and would probably their their heads would explode. But anybody else like that isn't on that insane lyrical level, I don't, I don't personally have a problem with it, and I think it's uh, I think it's a little more common these days. Yeah, we we heard because you're talking about somebody who's so you know lyrical or, or some people that people hold to a high regard. Um, a few years ago, um, a tweet came out from Dream Hampton saying that Nas had ghostwriters and everybody's jaw hit the floor. Like, what? You know, he's the messiah. He's the hip-hop god. And, you know, just to hear it, you know what I'm saying? And then the people that, you know, were were impl- uh, implemented or, or, you know, they say had did it, came out and said, no, that that's not, that's not the case or what have you. But, you know, hearing something like that, you're like, you know, a guy like a, like a Nas or, you know, we're her J or we heard Big, you know, have ghostwriters, you go crazy, like it breaks your heart. But to the same degree, you know, a guy like Bismarck is acceptable. You know, I think people know that Big Daddy Kane wrote some of his rhymes and it was all right. 
You know, so why is that? Could I chime in? Please do. I think um, it's because of the type of artist. Like if if you heard Ludacris, like somebody wrote stand up for Ludacris, you really wouldn't care, right? But if you heard the, that somebody wrote, what was the drink when he went at T.I.? Why wouldn't you care if, if someone wrote stand up for Ludacris? Because Ludacris also prides himself on being he a, does, a lyricist. But the, I didn't get a chance to finish. What I was saying is, oh, remember, oh, the, I'm, I'm sorry. remember the drink that... Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's how we doing this podcast? Let's go. You know what? Nah, let's go. I, He's I like, don't drink. interrupt me. No, I've never been to a podcast where you can't have a discussion and a conversation. I was just trying to finish Okay, but I'm going to let you finish. You want to let me finish? Okay. All right, okay, no, but um, I can't remember the, the name of the record when Ludacris went, he went crazy at T.I., mm -hmm. but it's like when, if you heard he had help with that, then they're like, nah, but if like you heard he had like, because Ludacris isn't really taken, as, as good as a lyricist he is, he's not taken as serious as he takes it when it comes to lyricism. Now, when he's a big artist, sold millions and millions on top, tops and millions of records, but he doesn't make bars where people are like, yo, man, that shit that Ludacris said touched my heart. Like, well, he doesn't the, have that's, the, the that's rewind because, factor. But that's he don't have a rewind factor to me. Like, all right, I'm just looking at Lloyd Banks. If I heard that somebody wrote Lloyd Banks' victory freestyle, like if 50 oh helped him with that, I'd be like, get the fuck. Like, so it's I'd about the content of the record. I would break my mix. So if it's a more poppy, mainstream, whatever you want to call it record, it's okay. But if it's a quote-unquote street record, somebody can't write it for you. It being okay is relatively to relative to the how the person is feeling at that moment, honestly, to me, how I think. But like, like, all right, with Drake. Right, right. Because Rico is. I mean, a, this is what it is. is. Yeah, it's, it's exactly he with Drake. He I ain't gonna front like when he didn't get Ghost that verse that he had on Rico was crazy. When was I hard. heard, when hard. I heard like the the certain shit that he did, right? I was like, damn, like it, it made me a little bit disappointed in Drake because I like him. I thought that he's a. I still think he's a good lyricist, but I was just a little disappointed that he didn't come up with those certain bars that had me like, oh shit, did you hear what he just said? Like. Am I allowed to talk? I'm Absolutely. I'm sorry, Oh, I can speak Kim. now? That's okay. Um, first, I want to say that when you said that, it kind of, um, just knowing Ludacris's history mm -hmm. and, and, and how much he prides himself on his lyrics, and a lot of people do that. And I think that's a conversation that's subjective, right? Yeah, you could absolutely. say one verse is hot. I could say a ne the next verse is hot. But you can't take that away from somebody. Yeah. Now, in the case of something like Stand Up, which was a hit record, mm -hmm. right? I don't think it matters whether it's a hit record or not. I think what matters is how much you own it, right? So an artist is going to say, I wrote this record. Mm -hmm. Or they could say, I wrote this record and I had some help on it. you know, And that's evidenced by the credits. But an artist, you know, like if you don't say it, that's when it becomes a problem. If you're hiding the fact that you have help writing, yeah. I believe, because like Torre said, you've had this dates all the way back to Biz Marquis. But why yeah. was it OK? Because it was said on the record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was was it in the vapors? He said, you know, Big Daddy Kane wrote the records. I just think so that, it was never a problem. No, no, I'm kidding. Books. But like he's, it was always owned back yeah. then. You know what I'm saying? And so that's why it wasn't a problem. It's when you hide it and you don't come clean with it yeah. that it becomes a big problem for us because hip hop has always been about keeping it real. Absolutely, right? Well, oh, it was. Keep it, it was. real. It was. It was. It was. It it keep it real. Wow. Right? That's the whole thing. That's yeah. the whole argument. Keep it real. So if you're not owning it, yeah. that's where I think it, it becomes. Yeah, a problem. yeah, yeah. If you don't say own up to it, but I think like a lot of the people, the kids that like. It's not, I don't know too many kids that I grew up listening to the locks and DMX and. Yeah, New York. Like, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. that way anymore. It's not that way anymore, but I, the people who, who check for lyrics, like, they don't care if you own, like, if you, like, like 
making money off it. It's like the same shit with sales. I didn't know what sound scan was till I was like 19. You know what I mean? Like I never cared if what Wu Tang wore or none of that. I just wanted to hear what they were saying. So it's like. I think it's so. I, I don't know, yo. It's, it's a tricky situation with the writing stuff. Well, if you go back, I mean, I why we're talking about it is really Drake mm-hmm. and, and Meek. And I think it the thing that I get stuck with the Drake and Meek thing that's interesting is that they both think they won, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I think I think Meek thinks he won because he says, I'm this purest rapper right, I and I wrote shit. all my shit. And then a lot of people probably say Meek didn't win. You know, and that Drake won and all that. But it, it, it what is the win? Is the win How do you is make the, win? the winner because he didn't write any because he didn't get ghost written? Is Drake the winner because yes, somebody wrote something, but he sold more records and is the bigger <laughs> star? I, I, think, I think Drake George is the winner George because, George. because, he, came, you know, because he came with the harder diss record. That's true. I mean, that's true. Yeah, but it still thinks record. I think when Meek sits there at the end of the day, he thinks that he didn't lose. That hip hop went astray because they didn't. That we're not tearing Drake down because he's not because he gets ghost written. I think that Meek is standing on that. And I think some people that are purists kind of believe that. Believe that, you know, ride with that ghostwritten thing and that how important it is that, yeah, well, Drake doesn't write his own stuff. Fuck him. But I think that that is a way smaller community than it It ever was before. Because reality is how many of this younger generation is checking for lyricism like that? What's the role that it plays today for then us to then care, not us older people, Mm. you know, for the, the, (laughs) the fans to then care about on top of that Oh, and who wrote that? They don't even fucking care what they're saying if they yeah, can even they, understand they the language. <laughs> yeah, I don't they know don't if anybody's writing anything right. anymore. Yeah, right. Like the, all of the ki- all of these words are swimming around and codeine and Adderall. It's just like a cup of just <laughs> gobbly gook pouring Purple-y out of styrofoam yeah. onto the fucking mic. Like, like no one even knows what you're saying. Soup. And yeah. as long as you can bop your head to it and you can, you know, turn up or whatever the fuck the kid's talking so about. So does that mean ghostwriting think- doesn't matter at all? But I think that's where we're like where Kendrick or uh, Kendrick or J Cole win, Mm -hmm. right? Because they do emphasize on lyricism. I mean, not to the like, not in a corny. I don't. I don't know how to say it, but that's when they win because there's a void. It's just as many people that want to hear them. Do you believe it? Yeah, you believe believe it absolutely. You know what I mean? Like just as many people that as there are that want to hear the bullshit. They want to hear that. Is just like finding them. It's like I, I think that a lot of kids, and I say this about kids in the '90s, they either really, really smart and articulate. And for going or the Chief Keith. Like, it's one or the other. It's not really no in-between. I don't mean that, you know what I mean, poking the white, but it's, it's really like that. Like, I don't see any balance anymore. It's just one way or the other. That's interesting. Kim, I want to jump back into what you said about the credits. So mm-hmm. if you give credits and it's known that you had somebody collaborate and you see mm-hmm. a Kanye West um, a line of note is 21 writers on it, like a Beyonce record, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like a Kanye but, record. <laughs> <laughs> but, but... Um, I think in the case of Rico, there was no credit, right? Mm-hmm. So Drake was trying to pass it off as his own. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think people... That's a that's little what, different. Give me a background. Give me background on that particular story again, because just so I got too much the, information in my head. The, did he, did he, did Drake say he deny it? Did he, he, never deny? he never said anything. He never, he never, he never really addressed it, that particular situation topic, songs. Okay. That right. one song. But right. did he own the fact that he helped him that he was you have writers helping him because he makes a lot of records makes some R&B records and it's okay in R&B because has it's he R&B, ever said you know? that he's ever had anybody help him with the he record yeah like nah he's never really he's, <laughs> he's never, never addressed taken it. that question head on hmm. I think it just was really frustrating for me I, I've gotten verses from people and I know it takes it takes a while I could just imagine the clearances you got to go through they get a Drake verse right. and then the final just to hear like I'd be process. sick. Like, nah, I'm not going to lie. I mean, me personally, I, I probably would have, if we had a relationship, I'd probably call him like, yo, it was good. But 
to hear that, you know what I mean, to get that record finally on your album, y'all probably going crazy over it every day, and then to hear a reference record where he raps like the first eight bars of Drake's verse, that's kind of dissettling. You but we've had reference like, records, right? Like we've we've been we hearing this from for years. Records. Like this has always been the case. Like there have been people not who have referenced dude, we like really like, good ones. That's not, that's that's what we know. Yeah, not for this. That's from what we know because they keep yeah. their circle very tight. And a lot of times you don't know about it when they I mean, are sending stuff back. Know, Sometimes ignorance know, then, is bliss. Right? Like, not knowing is what has kept a lot of it amazing. Once you once you pull the curtain back and you see the wizard back there, it's right. like. Fuck. That's the yeah, I'd be that sick about if Jay Oz didn't write Never Change, I'd be sick. If Jay didn't do the Dynasty intro, I'd be sick. Like, you, know what I mean? like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, so do we hold certain artists, like you can, is, you got to stay there. You in the Holy Grail, you on the rap Mount Rushmore. We can never find out that you had any help, any writers. I, I think it has something to do with personalization. So, you know, we bring up Cole, we bring up Kendrick. Those two write very personal lyrics and, 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 and come of a very personal place versus somebody who's party and fun. And I think that people want to believe that when it's a personal artist, what they're giving you is really from them. I think that becomes a big part of it. Mm. We don't want to find out. We had that Kanye is is a lot of personal records. I don't think he's put in the same caliber of lyricism conversation as a Cole and a Kendrick are right now. And I think where they're sitting right now, people want to believe that everything they're saying has come from their brain, their head, more than they care about Migos. You know, doing that. I think right. it's it's the lyricism mixed with that personal side that we've bought into these characters and what we've created them are these kind of lyrical geniuses in our mind. So to find out that they're not that mixed with what else are they, I think that becomes a violation, but I think it's a based on the artist. We always let the the ditties, the, uh, the what's it called? Birdman's, the, yeah, yeah. sorry, um, Dr. Dre's go by. We don't know what they right. wrote and what they didn't, but it's like, it's, it is per artist and it is what, like an expectation we put on the artist. You have to be a lyricist. You have to write your own stuff. If somebody comes back and says that we're going to be all right was lying, was written by someone else. Schoolboy Q. We're going to be devastated, yeah. you know, I think, I, to what you said. But that expectation doesn't exist for Flowrider. Right. <laughs> you know that, what I mean? Like, fine, fine, I whatever. I don't even know what the song is for Flowrider. <laughs> but whatever that song is, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it, it's not going to be the same thing that we have the expectations that he's got to give us something that comes directly from him. I think we got classes, right? Like, of... Of artists, like we put them in I, certain Yeah, certain I was going to ask. Um, so then does the question become how, you know, much do we really respect Drake as a lyricist? Like, is that the question? That's the question nobody yo, wants to answer because I, nobody right. wants to put him down. I, right. I think, yo, I He's think Drake is dope. He has to be out of the lyricist Completely? conversation. He has to be out of it. Completely? Got to be out of it. Great song maker, great artist. Decent singer. But is a lyricist a writer or they're the same thing? Because maybe he spits really well, but he's not writing it. So is he still a lyricist? but he's not writing it? Can you be a lyricist if you can spit something else that somebody wrote? Really I thought not? lyricist was based on lyrics. There's I think so too, no, but what's huge, writer? I, don't I know, totally you know? agree with you, Vanessa, and you're not even agreeing. It's, it's a lot, <laughs> a lot <laughs> of performing <laughs> and recording is about how you deliver your record. Mm -hmm. So true. there is something to actually delivering something. Like mm -hmm. if you pick Quentin's delivery over Drake's, I mean, I think it's great. Like Drake right. sounds better on the records, yeah, right? right? And maybe there's a part to it where, you know, People want to be more involved with some things and less involved with other things, and it's not his project. So maybe it wasn't as important to him to deliver something that was A plus and straight from him. I mean, you go listen, like records, like Drake is a lyricist. Like Summer 16 is bananas. Like that's just an amazing record. And you can tell he's pissed off. 
and he really wants to get at everybody. He wants to right. get every, and let everyone know, like, get the fuck off my dick. Like, <laughs> I think everything that comes after I love this, that record, absolutely. Everything that yes. comes after the conversation, though, Jay, is the asterisk next to asterisk. it. It's like, do we know? Yo, it's crazy. Do I love Summer 16? I think it's dope. I listen to it all the time. <laughs> did he write it? Did he write it? It's, Does it's, it matter? It's, yes. it's in the conversation. Yeah, yes, he did. You, you, it matters. You can, you can hear it in what he did with the record. And if you don't hear it... No. Then How I can't can't hear it. I, the, you, that goes back to delivery. So you, you obviously we know Foxy Brown has had stuff written from Nas to Jay Z. Did she deliver those records? Did she own each and every one of those records? Uh, absolutely. absolutely. No, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you gonna tell me Foxy didn't own every rhyme? We knew all she of, was losing her hearing. Like, I well, mean, that's you know, later on. That I'm late. talking about you know pre Il Nana and the first two albums. Like, I mean, come I on. don't want to be personally and, and, disrespectful. And the same, so I yeah, think, but not. the same goes for Kim. You know they delivered the records so believable that we didn't care that they didn't write it because you believed it you you, you bought into it so the same thing could be said for, did for everybody Drake know at the time though when those records came out that they weren't writing those records yeah. I mean yeah they were yeah, like, they I mean, were sure. yeah, yeah, I mean Jay was credited on most of her her album I wasn't reading credits I was just listening to music because it's just like sometimes you just listen to a body of work and I'm not sitting there going into bylines no, I was a nerd. I was. I mean, as, I was as Carter, right, you know, Kim, that yeah. was the I mean, for Kim for and Foxy. Foxy. I think people knew that more NCs, commonly, you know? right? Cameron yeah. wrote yeah, "Crush yeah, on You." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are people always honest about it, though. You know, yeah, what that, I mean? that, that goes back to the owning. Yeah, that goes back to owning. We always knew what C's wrote. We always yeah. knew what Kim and Foxy wrote. That kind of wasn't so much of a surprise. Now this day and age is a little bit different. These kids don't care. I don't think they care. They don't. Yeah, I think purists they don't. care. They don't. Think about the things they don't care about. They don't care about these people that have made up like entire, like it's right. their whole image right. is a facade. Right. Yeah, they went so, to jail for 10 months and they would never went to jail. So whatever, <laughs> whatever it may they be. They worked at jail. There are people that have had like <laughs> all sorts of But they're the biggest drug dealer on the planet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So all this fake shit and they're still buying the records and still buying a lot of them. It's, you know, there is a WWE element to part of it, but that's cool. It's entertainment. So I'll, let, I'll, let some of it be entertainment. How important is it to have ghostwriting in hip hop? I mean, you work with a guy like Los, right? Who who who's written a bunch of stuff and work with Puff. You know, do we still for for some of those big records? So maybe Los isn't the artist artist that can take a record from being here to being a smash. But you have an artist like a Diddy or someone else who could. You know, is it important for the culture? Is it important for the the finances of the business? Um, I think it varies. I think he's also you know creatively starting to make those bigger records. But in terms of him. And writing, I think I love. I wish he did more of that. Like I'm encouraging him to do more writing and better ghost writing and writing for other people and like real lyrical writing too. Like there are some people. There are a lot of busy people out there. You got to think like a lot of these people aren't just sitting there. As soon as your career takes off, it's hard to record. It's hard to go make an album. It's hard to find time to get in the studio. Deadass, you're That's laughing. I'm not, serious. No, I, I think I, about I, I, it. I totally understand. When you it. have your first album, you got all the time in the world to get that thing right. As soon as you hit a lick and you're on, you're so album busy two, that you can't do your job anymore. When do you record? You tell me when you record. You don't well, even I'm, have the time. But that's what so you, you do. So you spent three years making your first album and then you don't have the time the second time around. So I'm not glamorizing it or justifying it on any any level. What I'm saying though is this is reality. It's actually what happens. So when you're not somebody who's a super lyrical like a Los, like nobody's gonna write for Los, right? But or even a super lyrical artist that is just a Kendrick, a Cole, I believe they've never had a bar written for him, right? I haven't spent enough time with either in the studio to say, but those guys, if they press cheat code, I get that people would be frustrated by that. I would still even give them a pass, by the way, 
because if they're delivering 90%, 99%, whatever it is, like, that's cool. Like, it's it's really just about making great music at but the end of the day. To what you're saying, you know, we've done uh, a good amount of things with Kendrick, and we've had him write his cover story for us twice. And I've never seen anybody, and I'm sure other artists like it, but in my first chain experience, I've never seen anybody care about every word that reflects them, comes out of their mouth, is in their story. I mean, it, these words really, really mean something to him. And I think that's a lot of times what separates people. You know, I mean, I believe the same for Cole and, and then for Jay. And, you know, I think that's what separates them is that literally if it's or or the, Kendrick wants to know. And Kendrick wants to make sure it's or or the is important to him. You know, um, and that's what it, that's a certain type of person. That's a word person. That's a writer. That's a writer. That's a the writer. The same person that just put out Untitled Unmastered. True. That's true. true. No words. <laughs> true. But I still think it's a reflection of he knows what he wants to say. Albums, you know, I, I love Untitled Unmastered, too. Like, I mean, I was super happy to hear those records. So, you know, that's a different conversation for a different day. But, sure, um, I just don't know if the younger ones or a lot of them that are around today care so much about their words like what we define lyricists are. That's where I'm caught up is in the writer and the lyricist. Like, you know, is it and does that matter? You know, I, we'll I hold on to this little thing of, oh, the lyricism, da-da-da-da-da, the lyricism, the lyricism. That's what built hip hop. Still to this day, I want to know who cleared what's next, what's next, what's NXET, it's me, it's the warrant to the G. That is probably the biggest (laughs) at the top of my pile of like who was sitting in the room and how many people (laughs) heard that record and were like, that's cool that you said that. That's okay, Warren. Like, remember what Method Man said when he said, um, Sam I am and I don't eat green eggs and ham <laughs> you know what I mean like but he had a lot of other stuff outside of that too you know what I mean true indeed well, yeah. true indeed, true indeed. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all very 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 interesting um, Kim I want to hear from you some more and, and your feelings because you said you've had plenty of debates in, in this I love topic. this topic so talk to me more about, about how you feel about it and, and what's your stance? I mean, I think every artist is different, but I do believe it's something that if you own it, it's not that big of a deal. If you come out the box like, you know, I don't write my own records, then you don't write your own records. You're not respected what do we need as... you for? Le- yeah, but listen. What do we need listen, you for? If for performing. You're an artist, some some artists we just like to watch, right? It's some people we just Sia see. Have, you know, I mean, that she wrote for people. Why is it that hip hop culture is saying we don't need you for it unless you write it yourself? There's got to be someone who can write really good, but can't deliver really she's, good. Let's stop there. She's our artist, and she's absolutely amazing. And she has her. so many records her. that have not come out that are amazing. I love her. I love her. And I'm we're going to keep feeding you all. We're going to keep play. feeding you. She is insanely talented. My bad for that. What we say? What we say? He's like, wait. <laughs> she is great. No, no you, I, you, I'm with you on that. Like, I defend a lot of people that I, you know, have personal relationships with. My people that I know, like are serious when it comes to lyricism, right? right? Like, I watched Royce for years just right. do what he does. Right. Nobody ever puts a pen, you know, down for him. An amazing, you know what I'm saying? But that's lyricist. who he is. Every artist is not that, you know? There are a lot of artists who, you know, are performers. There are Drakers, you know? It's like you sing Ooh, and you rap, Drake. you know? And, <laughs> and he, you know, I mean, I love Drake. I think Drake is an amazing artist. I love a lot of his lyrics. I don't think he's whacked in any sense of the word. But, you know, I don't expect every word that comes out of his mouth to be like a crazy, amazing, you know, rhyme for rhyme. I don't care. That's not what I'm looking for from Drake. Sometimes I like the slow music, right, that mm-hmm. he sings. Mm-hmm. It's good. You know, as as a lyricist, I think when we see these lyricists out there and we respect them, we talked <coughs> about Cole and Kendrick, that's what they are. That's what they represent. So you don't want to hear that they have ghostwriters. 
But Drake is kind of like, um, oh, it's okay. Like we don't, I know I don't really care. Like if his, if his, if his ghostwriter, if he had 12 ghostwriters coming up, if he's still making those Drake records, which are hot, I'm good with that. Cause I never really looked at then Drake like, to be you that. you found some good writers. You yeah. gotta find a groove and make You're a great stuff. artist. Well, why not good? credit yeah. them? Just give them, just credit them. No, you them. should be crediting them. You but should why, be crediting isn't them. Isn't he in the I same don't know. space as Kendrick and like, if we're talking right. about who we mentioned, he I is. Think the I'm not talking right. about financially and then right, like right. we know he's out of here on another if you're level. You're talking about rap stars right now. They're in the same conversation. That's what I'm saying. They're yeah. in the same the conversation. conversation. So it's like right. if you're gonna put them, even with that line, I used to want to be on Rockefeller that I turned into Jay. Like that's a really right. ambitious line that for you to say. Line. You know what I mean? Yes. For you to say and I listen. You could you could say what you want about Jay. I've never heard a reference for him, and I've been around the whole young Chris. You know, I worked for Rockefeller, right. Right. so I seen like. His uh, young Chris's influence on him. He didn't take any bars from him, just like the influence. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're gonna say something like that, then how? Well, well, well. This just popped in my head. Um, Reasonable Doubt era. Yeah. Jay Z. There's a reference, a Camp Low reference of feeling it that was produced by Ski, who yeah. was producing for both of those artists at the time. And the hook, the beat was there, obviously, and the hook was there. Mm-hmm. And Jay Z not only used the hook, but also used the, the flow. flow and the yeah. cadence. Mm-hmm. The, the flow, that, that that's what I'm saying, right? All right, a flow and a cadence. Is it But Jay your right bars, now. though. No, I, I love Jay. It's right? Jay <laughs> but 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 your bars, like like, what with the uh, how does the Rico verse start? Old uh, uh, new new yeah, money, old women got to keep a balance. Like Quentin Miller said the same exact thing, like the woes drink. But I could see like. I see why Drake took them references. Right. Because even the, the Know Yourself drink, no, the Know Yourself drink, he took it to a whole right. entire different level. But it's like, I still think he's a really, really dope artist. But where, where, where does he end up at? Right. It's like, like LeBron James. Yeah, he's going to be one of the best, but he lost four championships. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, and, and if, like you said, Kim, like if he owned up to it, I think if Drake would have said, yeah, then we wouldn't even be having this conversation right now. I mean, he also says things like, I'm writing like the throne should be the three of us. So he always alludes to the fact that he's a dope artist and a dope writer and an MC. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and he's talking about, yeah, I came from the underground and I'm going to blow another stack for Jay Dilla. So he, yeah. he understands the purest form and where it comes from in the conversation. Yeah. And he wants to be in that conversation. But I think that once you once you have people writing for you, and, and I think it's different for singers, you know, singers yeah. have songwriters. That's just that just comes with the territory. And Drake does sing, you know, he's yeah. made a bunch of ballady records. Um, so people accept it, but it just I think it just takes them out of the, the lyricist conversation. Yeah. But I was always confused. What's the bigger violation? If you don't write your own stuff and you're rapping, and you're rapping, you sound good, and you didn't write your own stuff, or you wrote your own stuff, but it's a bunch of bullshit. None of it's true, and you're talking about a life that you don't like. What's the bigger violation? You being a fraud, and you being able to write it really good, or you not being a fraud, but having somebody write it for you and you're really good. I come I'm from the era what's the problem, when you know? none of it was accepted. But it's all accepted. And that era is PM over now, though. Don't like, it's, off stage. It's, you know I don't mean? even know what's a violation anymore. Like, it's, it's so crazy. No, I don't even know. Like, talk about it. I'm not even repeating it. <laughs> yeah. going on over and over. Like, they're still getting in away with this now? Yeah, it's, it's insane. Goes. It kicks like, off with a corrections offer, but after that, it's wide open. You yeah, know? I don't even know. Everything goes, and things that would have ended a career years ago. Mel gives it new life. Right, right. I was surprised with Fetty and the Dreads. I was surprised he Yo, didn't get more heat for the dress. No, that was crazy. Yeah. You won't put a fake eye in, but you'll wear a fake dress? Yeah, what are we man. doing? But nobody, you can't, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Matter. You could wear tights, anything. Like, you could do, Literally. like, I mean, 
Young Thug, he said, like, nah, this is a, a woman's dress. I'm wearing it as a shirt. And it's like, it don't matter. You know what I mean? I mean, he's he's dope, too. Like, I think he's really dope. But it's like, being dope just supersedes anything. That's, that's, hey, they that's always say a hit, a one hit record, right? Like, that's all you need. And will, it will erase and everything you've ever done, right? That's true. You know what, Jay? Um, going Until you back start to, dating somebody weird, then it gets weird. <laughs> <laughs> going back to what, what you said about artists not having the time, um, I remember a few years ago when Snoop um, came out and said that he had people writing his stuff because he got so busy. You know, um, a guy, Snoop, who came in, who was from the street, who was writing the shit, who was writing Dre's shit, you know, got to a point in his career where he had people writing for him. I just think that... And even to fill that out, though, he should have, like, just to say culturally relevant and, like, try to stay young and fresh and everything, like, you know, is Snoop, whenever he started having writers, was he relatable at that point? Like, he's got a really unique lifestyle and a really unique life. Like, what do you say, you know, at right. that point you when you write. get... So, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just I just thought it was interesting. I wanted your take on it. That's the... I mean, that's just the reality of, of what goes on. So... What I was going to throw back to everybody was, let's say you've got one of your, you know, just your ah, type lyricists, and they get two two words thrown to them, or you change, you know, just one, one or two words to, like, subtle differences. Are you all still offended? You in particular, like, as, no, like... No, no. I mean, so, if you have people in the studio with you, I mean, Big would tell you, you know, a lot of the things he said came from him being in the conversations in the studio with the guys. It's okay, she was old anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was just a joke. They was talking about something. He's like, ah, fuck it, this is all right. She was old anyway. And he flipped it and put in a verse, but that's what MCs do. That's what lyricists exactly. do. Exactly. So you that's cool. So that's, so that's where we're going to say, so that's going to be the curve on it, where you're going to say, it's okay to have shit like that happen. Now... Well, what else are you writing about? Because we're writing the rules right now. These are the rules. And, and this things is, that you go through. We're going to put this on the internet, and these are going to be nah, the ghostwriting rules. Credit for that. Get a, I mean, a person shouldn't get right, writing credit for saying it's okay. She was old anyway. That's like, a, like you said, a conversation. If if you said a line and I just used a couple words that you said, you shouldn't be credited that well, you wrote me a rhyme. Like that's okay, but technically that is a, that's a writing credit. Huh? The way your boy gets paid. <laughs> yeah, it like that's. I, I don't. Just that's a writing. I mean, that's making, super technical. Then, like, it you know is what I mean? super. But let's say you've got a you've got a very aggressive publisher. Like your very aggressive publisher, if they know that you actually wrote that, really can put in a claim for you and say, yeah. "Hey, I have a part of that record." Didn't wow, that happen yeah. with the Iggy Azalea record with Kendrick and all? Uh, and she got paid off of that song. Did that happen? Yeah. Crazy. I'm the only one who remembers this right now, and I no, remember I re the whole story. No, I know. There, it was story. something because like, you love Iggy. When you're taking, we're you talking about me. two slightly different things. Where Can't. you're taking from another record, and so you're saying that there was use off another record, and like a, like an interpolation. I yeah. I give you half a story so if it's an inter, they, that gets yeah, so really hazy, hazy ground. It, because sometimes an interpolation, they could just say, "All right, it's cool, use it." But if you use it in a hook, like um, R. Kelly saying, "It's all good now, we out the hood now." That was from Beanie Siegel's "Remember the Days." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But he never pressed them for it. But like, I don't think you should. I mean, you could if you wanted to, but a lot of people in this community be like, go ahead, rock out. When you're paying homage, when should you get paid? Yeah. yeah. I want to say, as a ghostwriter myself, because I've ghostwritten before. You know shit? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> no, okay, but I've yeah. written books for people. Under, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's all what you negotiate. You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you're doing something, for, it's all what you negotiate. I'm not going to violate that trust if you pay me on time and you keep to that contract. But once things get a little blurry, I think that's when people want to come out the woodworks yeah. and be like, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't, that payment didn't come through. 
<laughs> I got yeah. this on you, or you breach contract. Right. You know, like right. it's it's all what you negotiate. Happy. That's the yeah. That's the moral. Keep A lot of ghostwriters ghost are not good artists as well. That was, I was just you know about I mean? to say because yeah. sometimes there's a thing that happens with sometimes you sign an artist and you're like, yo, they're a fucking star. There's that thing that the person walks into the room, they have this energy, they have this aura, and you feel like this person can be huge, and you put them in the studio, and it's time to make these records, and you're like, okay, that's good, that's good, that's good, but for whatever reason, they just don't have what it takes to be great. And there are writers who are great writers, but they walk in here, and I'm just like, excuse me, could you get me some Starbucks? You know what I mean? And it's just like, I don't know if you're ever you don't have the You do that to people? It's not, it's not about me. I do me. too, I'm teasing. It's not about me. It's always right? about you. So it's just like, not everyone comes with everything. That's why when you find that artist that comes with the writing, that comes with the star quality, that comes with the personality, they become, you know, the Kendrick, the J. Cole, the Jay-Zs of the world. Everybody's not them. They're in the upper echelon. So for the rest of the world, there comes that hybrid where people who write really well are never going to be in front of the camera. There are people in front of the camera who cannot put a pen to pad. So that's where the hybrid comes. So there needs to be a little bit of give for those people. They give it with actors and double, stunt doubles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm not jumping <laughs> off the damn train. It's the only yeah. place where you get no give. Like right. you get, but it's all fake. You get it's, no. Because it comes but from the street. But it comes right. But it comes from not really. Somewhere. It comes it from to. such an authentic place, yeah. you know, in the right. foundation and in the in the, in the onset of it all that you know I think it was held to, to a different a different standard in a different regard than any other genre of music. To your point, you look at uh, uh, a rhyme fest or a consequence who both you know worked with Kanye West. Kanye's a mega super duper star, mm-hmm. right? And and those guys aren't, you know. And even Great if they rappers, write in the right? songs, real- or you look at a guy like Skills, you know, who, who they write the songs. But for whatever reason, you know, and they've tried the artist route, but for whatever reason, it doesn't, you know, they don't, it doesn't. So why not over. take the record? Because you're going to write a great record that no one's going to hear for yourself. Or you write an amazing record, and because you wrote the whole entire thing, I'm going to give you, I'm going to take 75% of the publishing. I'll give you 25 because you're the bigger artist, and I'll make all the money. If like, Nick Mill's de- diss song to Drake was really, really, really good, and he didn't write it himself, how would we feel? <laughs> no. Damn, that's yeah. like no. that's, that's like the craziest catch twenty two enigma. That changed everything. That would happen. He writes his records. Write that's record. not happening. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is I think off limits. But right? I think with a disc record, you got to think. There's a lot of times when we go back. There's rap crews. Uh-huh. There's people yeah. sitting around. I'm going to rap this verse, and then somebody comes in and says, "Why don't you change it to this or mm-hmm. try this?" Because they came up with a better word, or they came up with a better phrase, or a better hook at the moment. You know, yeah. and I don't know within that of how many got credit or you I, just your boy really helped you out there and that's why he's your boy. And I think there is some sort of thing of, there is an element of working together. And then where does that stand? You know, like right. you, you get off on each other so you're sitting there and you're all rah-rah and you want to write this thing towards, yeah. you know, whatever it is or whoever it is at the time. Is Joey Badass there writing about Troy Ave completely, well he didn't come today, but completely yeah. by himself? Or Lil Pro Era around him feeling a certain kind of way, egging him on. Mm. I think that becomes part of it too. So if Kurt Knight says something for a line here at Troy, is now Joey not really the writer because he got inspired by a line from his boy who's sitting with him? Yeah. You know, how do we how do we embrace that or feel about that starts to play a role? I think Meek's biggest problem was, you know, because of the success he had from coming from, you know, uh being locked up and everything, he thought that street dudes still run like the music industry and they don't. Still? And it, and it well mm-hmm. a long time oh, you mean ago in front of the camera in front of the camera oh. like, like no you know, you know what I mean like um you know he comes from listening to you know 
locks and from that right. cloth. So sure. he comes from that place of authenticity where what Drake did or has done wasn't accepted. Mm-hmm. So I think his biggest problem was not realizing that these kids that really could give care. a care, yeah. like he a care less. That was, he you thought yeah. that was yeah. gonna it, be, you know what I mean? A, a nail in the coffin. And, and for him, it's like, am I in? Am I in the Twilight Zone? Like, uh, I played the reference. That's what I'm like, getting at. He yeah, thinks it's, it's like, the Twilight Zone because he's writing something over there, real from him. Yeah. And if Drake wasn't, he's like, I don't get it. How yeah. he didn't violate and off I, that? His biggest thing was, I think, instead of him going with, you know, the him Drake not writing for himself, he should have just tried to out rap him, because Drake kind of be rabbited him. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he. Tell me something I don't know about me. Like, he did that same exact thing. It's like, all he had to do at that he point was... He scared the dude off Twitter. Yeah. I mean... He I mean just one line. He scared him off Twitter. You know, yeah, you it was, can't fight back if you... It's just that social media is insane. It's like, I, I always say this, because you imagine, like, the, the memes and stuff that would have came out for Ether and TakeOver. It's a and different game it's, now. It's, 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 it's totally a different, different game. Yeah. So I, I think... Pussy, is that you, Irv? Yeah, yeah. oh, no, it would have been you crazy. Know, oh, they would have been putting cats on the Ja Rule's page. <laughs> like, nah, they would have been putting shit in cats. We gotta bringing like, back some old beef just yeah, so we just can to see how it in this era. Absolutely, that would be an ill skit. That's that's you know I mean? crazy. But I think that was Meek's like his biggest I think problem. Would, more people would have gotten hurt off of it. Yeah, yeah, Definitely yeah. Might be yeah. like there's probably a good reason, you know. Yeah, I think absolutely. there would have been way more serious with social. Yeah. But although it's a fun aspect, I do think there would would have been a whole different world. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, but at the end of the day, the record is the record, mm-hmm. and whether you are on social media or not, like Meek didn't put out a right. hot record. He had to come right. with record. He didn't come yes, with so. like it was like. Radio silence, and then it was a record, and maybe it wasn't a record, right, and then it was, and then it was just a lot right. of like that was not a writing problem. That it was, was just <laughs> a mishandling. It was all the, the beef. It was all yeah, bad. Was. He he didn't handle it the right way, and then on top of that, you didn't come with the right record. I mean, but then he came with it and went at fifty cents. So yeah, it was yeah. like yeah, <laughs> like I mean, it was you, obviously there was a lot going on mentally, you know, yeah. and he wasn't handling it the right. I mean, yeah. but you know, the same can be said when you make moves a certain way. Like you know, I love Jay and Nas. Right. But we were there for that beef and how it played out. And there were records. There was a great record. And then there was a greater record. Mm-hmm. And then there was another record again. It was like not so had. great. You want to go and back that was in a the problem. old days. We waited on those things. Yeah. yeah. You knew that the record was going to be good. You knew whatever in the record was going to come. Exactly. And we had to wait for the radio. Had to we had to stop. For it. Yeah. You know, now it's like, let me throw this bullshit out. It's going to come out in 10 minutes. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it's coming. It is, you know? And everybody forgets next week. Yeah. It's going to be hot. Yeah, like, it's crazy. yeah, it's like, don't build up all of that anticipation and then sort of let us down. They didn't have a plan. Like, right. like Drake, when I seen, yo, I knew Drake was on some bullshit the day that he was doing OVO Fest and he had on a free Meek military. I was like, nah, he's going to do something crazy. Well, and then a like, platform of a whole festival in his yeah, country. Yeah, he, right. he had the, right, he had that then, the Phillies played the 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 maple yeah, leaves yeah, that yeah, that's marketing. That's how yeah, yeah, that was. He dropped the dropped the release date. But if that Meek record was amazing, it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't even matter. Yeah, and and I think that was the biggest problem is like Meek at that point didn't emphasize on the lyricism. It was like. Oh, I'ma just say all these things about you that people kind of know but don't know. You know what I mean? And it kind of backfired. Care, right. Might not even care. Kind of backfired on. But if he would have just outwrapped them, and he has the ability, like he has the ability to do it. But I don't know if he's just good at dissing. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe he needs a disc ghost writer <laughs> to, bring it, to bring it all back around full circle. So, so I just want to before we close out, I just want to get everybody's final stance on ghost writing when it's acceptable, when it's not acceptable. Um, let's start with you, Jay. Uh, I'm probably going to be the most liberal. So, yeah, I mean, I'm cool with it pretty much for anybody that's not. And I'm even cool with, you know, even the Kendricks of the world getting thrown a bar or two when it's like a little word change or something like that. Um, 
But across the board, yeah, like it's it's not, definitely when you're if you're not crediting people, I think it's a little sus. But um, but in general, I'm I'm with it. Other than like the super pure lyricist, as long as it's song making, I'm not with people. You know, rapper taking a whole another rapper song. That would be that would be as soon as it goes, you know, to that level, that's just violation. You're just taking someone else's art. Got it. Like so. So give credit and don't take full songs. But yeah, but there are but you know, and there are different levels of artists. Like if you're a pop rapper, like who cares? Like it's about pop songs, it's about being popular. Like right. I wouldn't care. Steal the dance moves, 40. take it all. Like who cares? Like go for it. Got it. Wayno, talk to me. Um I think it's cool, but you can't say that you're the best. Like you can't claim to be the best dude in the game or the, the top dude in the game and you have people helping you. You know what I mean? Which with your bars, I know, you know, we spoke a lot about Drake and I may not know this, but I mean he takes that songwriting it seems like he takes that songwriting approach to everything he does. So that may just be his twist, but I don't think you're the best rapper if you got Eight bars out of sixteen written for you. You, the you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I wanted to clear up one thing though, Wayno. As soon as you're taking the flow, that's ghostwriting too. That's you know when you're like, oh, as soon as you're taking a cadence or a flow, to me that's a ghostwriting. Like, so you're saying what, that Jay Z got, have got, has gotten ghostwritten for? When that's I'm what you're working, saying. No, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> that's on what him you're saying. <laughs> so, so yes, fine, okay. cool. But at the same point, what I'm saying is, there's nothing. I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that though. Okay. That was like, but, but it is what like it Jay, is. I'm super cool. Yo, he's. Come on, he's killing the game. Like, yeah, let him. Like, wow, so, catch him. Oh, hypothetical sure. question. So if, song making. if you're on a song with somebody and they have a flow and you go with their flow of the song. Mm. That happens all the time. It happens Indeed. all the time. Guys trade records back and forth. You hear your man's verse, whoever your feature is, yeah. and they go back and they recut their verse. And That's ghostwriter? And they the flow. Or they even one up their other verse, and then it goes That's back, cheating. and then so was he, so so, so with the easy with that, that easy fact song is he ghost right? Is he biting? Like I mean, he deliberately bit from right. Drake, and so is that ghost writing as well? That's the interesting. That's the interesting it's just point. it's too much for me, Brand's man. I feel like yes. the, you know the math scene and, and ghost Hangover. Ghost I feel like that. Like, <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, it's like what's it's like going? Goodwill Hunting when he's in the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, what I'm saying is two different things. I'm not talking about hearing another song and taking that flow and using that flow. I'm talking about when. We have a song demo, and somebody's on there cutting a reference, going, blah, 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 like doing slurry. Yeah, words. I got like, you on literally, that. Literally, like when you do slur word voice mm-hmm. demo, like you're laying down a cadence and a swag for somebody to deliver, and they make producers do that. Producers come with a beat and already have a cadence and a flow Absolutely. on it. Mm-hmm. That's true. So yeah. you're still an amazing rapper, though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I agree. I'm so with all that. I'm with the writing. I'm just saying, I would call that that's writing, just because as soon as it's a sound. Part of delivery of a song is how you sound. It's on part the of the writing. Yeah, pro- yeah that's a it's conversation. like eighty percent of because all all these dudes rap either like the Migos or like that old Wiz, Wiz Khalifa flow that like that red hat with that blue brim, blue <laughs> brim with that red hat. Like you know what I mean? Like Wiz said something really <laughs> interesting um, during our last interview. He said that I'm all for the ghostwriting because sometimes people have a vision for you bigger than what you see for yourself. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of his biggest records came to him. You know, he Who just had that? the... Wiz Khalifa. Mm. Well, he just had to insert eight bars here, four bars here, you yeah, know, but yeah. the record was already... Never eight or four already, bars. <laughs> never eight never insert eight or four bars. Let's <laughs> let's take it easy. And full disclosure, Wiz so, is my artist. Right. I love him. So we're not going to say that Wiz has inserted four or eight bars well, this, into I'm a record. I'm telling you... I'm just... I'm just, I just I'm just saying, when, we're uh, not gonna go with four or eight bars. No, I get That's it. all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Back to protect your point. Your artists, protect your artists. It's so not. <laughs> on my watch. Can't yeah. talk about Sia. Can't talk about Winner. 
You know what? We're going to get all these industry people up out here. All right. Kim, talk to me. What's your take? Uh, my take is that um, being a writer and being a performing artist are two different things. They're two different art forms. There are some people who can't do both, and there are some people who do both really well. And in hip-hop, I think that the people who do both really well are the ones who are the most successful right, and the, the top, most yeah. respected. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at the ones thought. that are, that's, that's the answer yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm. But clearly you're cool with ghostwriting because you've ghostwritten four books. Listen, I, I didn't say... <laughs> we got I it. said I've ghostwritten before. Four books. Right? <laughs> Your books, whole autobiography. Books, Both. articles, <laughs> like a lot. There have been a lot of things, wow. you know? And so, you know, that money up. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Marsha, where's Khalifa aside? <laughs> Talk to me about ghostwriting. Oh, yo, speaking. that Lupe told me the same thing. He was like, yo, they would bring me the record done. And it was just like, yo, put your verse in here. The song is already we know what we're gonna do, we're gonna how we're gonna market it, whatever, whatever. That's a You've another. heard that many times though. And then so and so's gonna get on no, here. Not every, like it's like Lupe. sometimes you bring a record, right? It's a track, right? The beat, and then there's a hook. A lot of people can't write a hook. Right. Like they can write, the they can give you seven hundred and twelve bars all day. That's the record. That's not always the record. That's the record. That's not always the, the hard, record. The hardest part of the game is, making, is a hook. making a hook and on the a song. Great record. The record. Hot nigga didn't have a hook. It was the hook a great was record. The, the hook was the week ago. It didn't have a hook. It didn't have a hook. It didn't have a. That's, it had that's a punch the line, exception to the rule. We're getting way off topic. That record didn't really have a traditional hook. I'm nominated for a Grammy. You know. I'm just saying. Showing All right. So, so what's your take? What? Oh, <laughs> what, are we, what are we here for? Again? Um, I think it's about about where you want your legacy to be at the end of the day. If you want to be in that category of the upper echelon of artists, you just can't use these cheat codes. There are there's a very fine line between I'm in a space with somebody and I, people are my muse and they inspire me with their conversation and things that are happening around me and somebody literally writing my bars. If you want to be you know one of the greats, you can't use a cheat code. If you're down to use a cheat code you can still be great but you're not going to be the you know in that super that goat category you can't be a goat when other people are writing your rhymes right you a sheep that's all damn it <laughs> Wayno coming from your Rockefeller days before we close out yeah. um what do we what do we put Memphis Bleak in the category of MCs? And, what is everybody laughing? Come on, man! Just because the just random tangents, no, the random tangents are hilarious. No, we gotta close. Bring with a Miller Bobby while, while we at it. Right? What kind of podcast would this be if we didn't close with Bleak? No, because nah, I um, think Jay uh, wrote yeah. the coming of age verse. Yeah, he did. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's public knowledge. It is. People don't ever look at Bleak and say, "Yo, he's not a real MC" or whatever. But Jay brought the record to him, and he was like, "Rap this." Without me being biased, I really don't know how people really look at Bleak. Like it's it's a funny space where you know where Bleak is held in this hip hop hall of fame thing. But I think he still makes it. Like he's like uh, somebody that was on the team, definitely. Um, I don't know, man. Like he's not in your top ten. <laughs> no, he's not Bleak in your is, top ten. Is that what Bleak, I love you, Bleak. Bleak, I love you. He's in your top ten. No, listen, listen. No, Bleak is not. Bleak is not in my top ten. He's not in my top ten. But I do think you know he did have his moments. You know, early on, very early on. When he had his first like two albums, he did have an impact. Like this is before I met them, they had an impact on my youth. I was a teenager listening to them. Of course, you know what I mean. So I, I do think he has his moments, but um, I don't know where he ranks. <laughs> you know I mean? It just popped in my head. I'm sorry if I yeah, threw everybody. You, you, you put him on a spot. You put him on a spot. Your chick too, though. That was Jay's record. That was Jay's record. He just but he, all he did was he he just threw he kept his verses on it and like right. we said like let me I mean me let, let bleak. 
jump in on there. Yeah, absolutely, you know what I mean? Absolutely. No doubt, no doubt. V, let's uh let's close out. Talk to me. I don't know what to say about Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. No shots to Brooklyn. No shots to Bleak at all. No shots to Bleak. Five, three, Things four. just pop in my head. I'm sorry, Vanessa. Your take on, on ghostwriting and, and where we are in 2016 with everything. I don't give a you don't care? <laughs> no, I mean, I do. You know, it's just, it's, it's. Uh, you know, I want to know if it was ghostwritten or not, that kind of thing. I want to be able to judge off of that. Do, I think I should that, be able to know. Does that change the rating in the XXL magazine if somebody's ghostwriting the shit? Good question. I don't know. It depends on the overall project. You know? I mean, I'm sure there are verses. Lyrics, right? I would assume there are verses that Kanye have done that he hasn't written himself, you know? And I believe we've given him some XXL, so I'm not really sure. You know, it's, it's a, it's, I think it's individually what you expect as a fan from that artist in a lot of ways. It seems like we all have similar answers, but we all have different expectations from different people. Right. So I think it's a case-by-case basis, but I don't think it has the emphasis it used to have as importance. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and that there's an older generation that looks back and goes, I don't really understand why that's not important anymore. But um, there's a lot of things I don't think that they understand or we understand. Yeah, yeah, no, the game has is, is definitely changed. Um, me as a fan, as a purist, you know, ghostwriting is, is taboo. Um, it takes you out of the conversation of best lyricist, GOAT, or whatever. Um, but if a dope song comes out of it, I mean, like I said, I listen to enough Foxy Kim and, and a bunch of other artists that I'm like, yo, this is dope, whether they wrote it or not. So mm-hmm. Let's you stop think, singling out the females for the ghost writing. <laughs> well, Come on now. Saying, Come on now. There's a lot of ghosts. There's a lot of ghost writing going on. Right, right, right. For everybody. <laughs> so let's throw Kanye and Bismarcky in there. I mean, everybody always well. says something like that and they're like, well, they didn't write that. I'm like, well, how do you know? Like, who knows? You know, like, how do you, everyone's always talking, well, he didn't write that. Well, they didn't write that. And I'm like, well, I mean, like, I, I don't know that. How do you Is everybody in this how room? How does everybody know everything? Love you know, Will Smith, time? Summertime? There's rumors he didn't write that. It's yeah. still a, Love that a great record. Love that yeah. record. My summer don't start until I hear that record. Love Damn it. Every Listen, summer. man, we're going to close out. Thank you all for being here. Marsha, Kim, Wayno, and Jay Grand. Uh, on behalf of myself, Double XL, Vanessa Sad, and I'm Torrey. Make sure you catch me on Serious XM's Hip Hop Nation. We about to close out the great hip hop debates. Thank you guys for being here. Peace and love.